Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberties every Saturday from 3 to 6 right here on 95.5 WSB. And our, the threats to our liberty came fast and furious this week. We are talking about background checks, red flag laws. These are ways not only to keep us from uh, exercising our right to self-defense, but they're a way to target us for a removal of our civil liberties without constitutional due process for our thoughts. That's our what we say, something Trump said about opening, uh, not having records of a minor sealed, making sure, you know, because when you if you do something wrong when you're young, it can it you can't reach back into that as an adult and look at those records. If they're talking about background checks and they want to do meaningful, as Trump keeps saying, there was a story from the State Department or a story from in the news this week that Southern Poverty Law Center and, and this like I don't know why it popped up this week. I think it was kind of an old story. Identified a guy, I think his name was Matthew Gelbert. What's his name? Matthew Q Gebert. G-E-B-E-R-T, that he was a white supremacist, white nationalist in the State Department, and he passed all these background checks that never would have happened. Um, but I guess white nationalism gets a pass. It says uh, it is inconceivable. He got security clearance twice, as boss Hochstein told Politico. If Gebert was Muslim or a person of color, it would have been caught. Neo-Nazis are not all shaved heads and tattoos. They are hiding in plain sight. I'm horrified Gebert worked for me at the State Department. So they're saying there, they're pointing out that even the State Department's vetting process allows people to slip by. So so perhaps background checks will require a more serious vetting process. Maybe red flag laws will be tied in with background checks. And if they're, if they're looking at uh, just accusations that you can't prove or disprove until after the fact, this to me is a terrible slippery slope. And a threat to our basic liberties. We are not guilty until proven innocent. That's not how it works. And that's not how, sh- how it should work. So I'm worried about that. And uh, I want to know what you think. I am going to, well, you can give me a call at 404-872-0750, 800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. We're also talking about the news that arose overnight about Jeffrey Epstein killing himself in in the in custody in jail in New York and immediately the story went to conspiracy theories. So uh I want to talk about that too. Call about either thing. First I'm going to Joseph and Decatur. Hi Joseph, you are on with Monica. Hey Monica. Hey. Uh big fan. Thanks for what you do. My um so I just wanted to talk about 
a few different things real quick. Um, uh, the left talks about like it's an easy fix, like closing loopholes for like the background checks. But um, I don't think that's really the solution. Like, and then this red flag thing, that sounds more reasonable, like, you know, stopping people who overtly make threats and stuff about school shootings. But they, Do you uh, think that's where the red flag laws will stop? This guy I just talked about who was no. killed by cops. His sister was mad at him, and you know he was that his niece said he was totally harmless. Yeah, no, I think it's a too much of a slippery slope, and they wouldn't end up. Um, you know, they're incompetent anyway. Like the FBI got multiple warnings about the Parkland shooter. And then they can't even protect Epstein in his cell. <laughs> That's so, a good point. That's a good you point. Know, Whatever did um, happen, it doesn't make you think that those are the guys you want uh, deciding whether or not you can protect yourself. Yeah. And um, the thing with these people who are so lost and just so unwell that they want to, you know, become mass murderers, they're going to find a way to do that, even if guns were completely removed from society somehow you got people with bombs and you know vehicles and whatnot yeah i will give you two examples one is that anders brevin who's used as an example for the christchurch shooter and the el paso guy that there's mm. a gun ban in in i think it was norway there's a gun ban in that country and if you look back at the first mass i believe it was the first mass casualty event of size of you know real Note in the U.S., I believe, this is going from memory, a guy dynamited a school. So I agree with you. I, I And same thing with like, um, you know, so it, it, there are, guns protect you. They don't report. If you wanted to just say, is it a statistics game? Does it really help? Or are they going to find other ways? You're not getting that data. There are too many people have political issues. And I have found that if you consult your fundamental principles of liberty and justice and truth, if you if you look at liberty and justice, you have to stick to those principles. It's the right. It, it is the answer that protects the most people. Putting putting self-defense in the in the hands of the person on the scene who is in danger is the most effective way of ensuring the safety of yeah, these and that's targets. the thing with these gun-free zones—they're like magnets for these mass murders because they know they won't have any resistance there. Yes, and they're and they're targeted, and then the answer is, well, get some government agents to monitor that place constantly. But that too disarms you. That too yeah. takes the and they're really emphasizing the fact that the government has to be able to outgun. The population and and that to me is a sign of a pathocracy where they're really not they think of us as you know n not of the body you know like we are we're outside that the government is the thing to protect it's you know there's something yeah. not right about this tone of all of this yeah and the other thing is about this talk about banning assault weapons like that's a, a thing that's just a vague term that just for guns that look scary like that's what the ban was in the 90s right yeah and it's like they want to ban semi-automatic weapons but if they do that then it would just be muskets again 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the all weapons are assault weapons, right? If they're used in yeah. a certain way. And for me, it looks like even though handguns are responsible for almost all the murders in the country, yeah. they're never the target of these. And I consider it to be that what they're really talking about, and they're almost actually saying it outright, outright in these cases this week, especially in Dayton, is that they want resistance grade weaponry. They want to make sure that the mm-hmm. citizens are no match for the government. And if they mean well and they love us and they just want to take care of us, that's wonderful. I appreciate that. Once <laughs> they have absolute power, even if they're sincere now, once that absolute power is absolutely certain, there is no way for us to resist that every single one of our protections in the bill of rights have been eliminated. Then you will have some sneaky fella become an absolute tyrant <laughs> you know yeah that's how it's yeah, gonna that's work the last especially thing i wanted to say yeah, yeah was that who you know it's who benefits from gun control or just banning guns you know the government will have you know yeah. total power yeah. no one's know, like suggesting they- that the government lose their guns i mean that's the thing that's crazy but this is a risk with federalizing the police or federalizing elections is that then you get somebody up there who knows he has total power and you don't have anybody lower down on the ground you can turn to or be organized with who could at least call the BS, at least keep them honest, at least put up some resistance. So I'm extremely concerned of the about these trends, especially when they lead towards uh, more concentrated power at the top, because it does set it up for tyranny. I'm going to go to ray in powder springs hey ray you're on with monica ray did i lose you oh ray i did not click you that's the problem hey ray you're on with monica let me say something about the uh red uh, red flag thing yep um remember waco right yep <laughs> okay um the red flag thing is the fact that uh we don't need any more uh, Intergovernment interference. It's going to stop all that. But we we just keep losing our rights. But I originally we're talking about Epstein. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. He knew too much. Had too many people that he was getting ready to snitch out. What was going on? He had, let's think about this. Now they're saying they're going to go after some madams that helped him to do what he did. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that politicians aren't involved in all that on down the road? He had too much money tied up in this. He had he was willing to give up millions of dollars just to get out on bail. Do you have a sense of which side would want had more to lose? Do you think that it's a Clinton thing or a Trump thing, or you don't really? I Everybody. think it's more like a Clinton thing because you got to realize that the, the, the bureaucracy in, in Washington D.C. has been the Democrats over all these years. Nobody wants to. Trump is Trump is doing his best to stir the pot and to drain the swamp. And the swamp not going to get drained. There's too much money tied up, too much junk going on in this country. Yeah, I do think that they're trying to make it look like it's an that it's a Trump thing, uh, but it's I don't think it is. And the they are also definitely making it look like it's a a conspiracy. That's for sure. And yeah, I do think that he had a lot of dirt on a lot of people. And yesterday, it actually already made the notes that I was going to talk about this today. I before I knew that he had died 
or before it was reported that he had died, I should say, that other names came up. Bill Richardson, who's a Democrat, uh, was in one of the documents by Virginia Roberts saying he was one of the ones that Epstein had her sleep with. Um, the main guy, George Mitchell, I think, a senator from Maine, also a Democrat. And then a couple of other names that I thought were interesting, a guy from the MC2 modeling agency who I had said in an earlier show, I thought he had something to do with it, but there wasn't really the evidence yet. And there it was in her thing, which I didn't know. It was just unsealed. And then another big name I think is hilarious. I have to give a shout out to uh, Dean, who tweeted something about the Minsky moment, which is an economics name for when the market gets too heated and all of a sudden everybody realizes it and it crashes. He was That's kind of what he was thinking was going on or about to go on before we had the volatility last week. So I was giving him credit for that. Marvin Minsky was one of the people that Virginia Roberts said she was Oh, I had to sleep. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, but these guys, yeah, these names were coming down. They were Democrats. Uh, you know, it all came out at that time yesterday. I don't know if this just closes the book on that. Maybe they will not revisit Epstein's plea, because which, which protected the co-conspirators. Now that he's dead, maybe they don't have to. But I have a couple of announcements. One is this WSB promo, which is going to be awesome. They uh, We help you on your daily commute with triple team traffic. Now we want to give you even more relief with your drive. We're going to give you a chance to win $500, maybe six, seven, or even $1,000 in free gas. Go to WSBRadio.com or the WSB Radio app to register today. All the rules and details are there to give you a chance to win free gas from 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. And I'm going to let Binkley tell you where he's going to be tonight. Binkley, where are you going to be? Relapse Theater at 8 p.m. for Astronaut University Improv Comedy. So where can they uh, You can find, find a link on at Freedom, Freedom Act Radio, Twitter, on Twitter. All right. So uh, give us a call right now, 800-WSB-TALK, or tweet me at Monica Perez Show to talk about background checks, red flag laws, or the Epstein case. I'm waiting. Monica Perez on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I'm going to go straight to the phones. I'm going to Randy in Smyrna. Randy, you are on hey. with Monica. You got one minute. Go. One minute. I'm, thank you for having me on, Monica. I'll be as brief as I can. Uh, I don't believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. There are too many people, a long line of people with ties to the Clinton that, that you know, that died in a plane crash, hung up, hung themselves. Now, how many people do you know that killed themselves, or how many people do you personally know that were murdered? The answer is probably zero. Well, the Clintons know, you know, uh, so many people connected to the Clintons, you know, um, Seth Rich. I don't believe I don't believe that he died as a result of a botched robbery attempt. And now, quickly moving to guns, I don't believe that they want to ban guns because they want to protect the people. I believe they want to ban guns because they don't want you to be able to protect yourself. And remember this: when they ban guns, they will have theirs and they will have yours. That is very well put. Thank you, Randy. About the conspiracy theories that you throw threw out there, I have got a lot of, I have much to say on all the various things that you threw out. I took a couple of notes. I'm going to come back after the break and respond to all of that. But if you want to know what I think about the news of the day, my producer Binkley and I co-host a show we're calling Drive Time Prop, which we put up every day at thepropreport.com by 4 p.m. right in time for drive time with today's news 
given to you from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. So check out Drive Time Prop on the Prop Report or tweet me right now at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. I'm not interested in fantasies. I'm interested in reality. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. This is Monica Perez, and I am waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every Saturday from 3 to 6, and today is no exception. Background checks, red flag laws, they are threats to our liberty. The idea that the government should engage in pre-crime surveillance, should disarm people because they think they might go too far is the wrong way, and it it contradicts our fundamental legal architecture which is exactly what i we have a clip we've played it before i probably won't get to it again but michael chertoff when he was homeland security director he said we need to do we need to change our fundamental legal architecture for because of terrorism and now the focus is domestic terrorism which means that means removing our civil liberties here at home i don't like it not at all but we're also talking about, well, one way, there's actually a connection here. One thing that I've noticed, and I I get it, I'm skipping a couple of steps, I realize that, but these slippery slopes, they do it in a step-by-step basis. They're, they, you are going to get through these steps. The FBI just put out a study saying that anti-government and uh, anti-government conspiracy theories, fringe political conspiracy theories, and identity-based conspiracy theories very likely motivate some domestic extremists to commit criminal and sometimes violent activity. And actually, the examples they use in there, it's not like a scientific assessment. It's a bunch of examples, some of which I question the actual facts of. But they're using this to say that the that conspiracy theories is a sign of in other studies i've seen mental illness criminal behavior potential for violence so if conspiracy theories themselves are a problem and conspiracy theories is the way that people look for behind the scenes activity of the government because a pathological government or a deep state you know they're doing they're doing things and talking about things behind the scenes they're abusing their power i think we all know this happens so talking about it speculating is a problem for the powers that be i was just rereading a document that you might be interested in by cass sunstein called conspiracy theories he was obama's information czar he wrote this long time over 10 years ago but it's still great and it talks about what a problem it is for anti-government conspiracy theorists. It is for the government. It talks about how to deal with them. And one of the ways they deal with them is to refute them, to do what's called cognitive infiltration, put a lot of fake stuff in with real stuff to discredit people. Uh, they, they, he talks about a lot of different methods. And what, one of them is to go through, to plant fake stories in the news, to write the stories from the government agent's perspective and either not attribute it to the government or make it anonymous. There was a huge article today in the Wall Street Journal about how we need to change our fundamental legal architecture to affect domestic terrorism. And I thought it was written by a journalist. And then as I dug in, it wasn't. It was written by an FBI guy. It was written by a very high-level um government agent. And so when the Epstein story of Epstein suicide broke uh, today or overnight, Binkley and I had two tweets that I think really captured 
that trend, Binkley specifically on the Epstein thing and me overall, Binkley, can you, uh, I want you to read your tweet first because it goes right to what the callers are saying and then read my tweet and, and then I have a follow up. I tweeted that this reminds me of an episode of 24. I wonder who gets blamed, Trump or Clinton. Yeah, and I think that everybody's kind of uh, taking that bait, don't you think? I do, yeah. I mean, it seems right. And what is the one that I tweeted? You tweeted that you tweeted, I think conspiracies, conspiracy theories may steal the spotlight on the ex- Epstein story. All right. So 18 minutes later, I posted a headline that said, after Epstein's suicide, conspiracy theories flourish online. So and ever since then, it has just been all conspiracy theories all the time. And they've been alternating kind of dialectically back and forth like you expected. Trump, Clinton, Trump, Clinton. And uh, oh, hope Ann is still here. OK, I want to take the next caller is Ann. And I think her comment is going to be relevant. Ann in Cartersville. Hi, Ann. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. It's always such a pleasure to hear your voice on Saturday. I feel the same way about you, Ann. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm going to try to make this really, really quick. But, you know, people are always saying, oh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Well, you know, you wouldn't have thought that the FBI would have had a hand in the so-called dossier against a presidential candidate. You wouldn't have thought that... um, Uh, an attorney general would meet the spouse of someone running for president to discuss their grandchildren. This is straight out of a 007 movie. If you don't think that a person can be forced to commit suicide in jail, ask someone who's been in there. They'll tell you. Uh, The red flag laws, if you've ever screamed about anything, you better scream real loud about this one. And I'll wait to hear your response. I want one last thing, Ann, before you go. I want you to tell me why you think why the red flag laws you think are throwing up a red flag to you. Why is that the big thing for you? Well, once uh, once they start, you know, it seems that people always start with the little bitty things like, okay, so um, yeah, let's just just as people who we think that might be of harm. Well, who who says that? Who who clarifies who is crazy and who is not? Yes, as far as I'm concerned, right now we're all a bit crazy that's how we got in this situation that we're in yes and the widespread use of antidepressants and therapy hey man like if you want help you get your help but if it's going to be a black mark against you or when you're growing up you go and go to the therapist or something and that that stuff is going to be in part of your background check stuff you did as a kid it's going to really get people to chill their own thoughts and that's very very damaging for kids and i say um you know what? I've I've heard Monica say a whole bunch of stuff that I I I think is really really harmful for us, uh, and and I'm afraid of her, and I think that she has guns and you should go and get them. Well, guess what? Some red flag laws allow them to come and get your guns, and you have no reprieve. I don't yes. like that. I'm very afraid of that. Yes, and what I would say is in in response, I would say if this is something you need to do, if this is something society really needs, if all the facts that you're putting together are true and we need a mechanism to withdraw this stuff, to flag people, there is no reason we shouldn't have 
protections that the Constitution lays out. And for anyone who says that we can't afford doing away with the plea bargain, we can't give everybody trial by jury, then self-governance is not possible. The reason our government that absorbs all the governments absorb of this country absorb almost half of the production of this com- of this country is because they're doing too much. They have too many things listed as crimes. Forget all that. If you are going to violate somebody's rights or you think you're justified in removing the rights, they need the protections of a jury trial or whatever. If there's an expedience problem, if it's like this is desperate, we have to do it right this second. Have have a grand jury around the clock sitting, just like you have magistrates. Grand jury of peers that are ready for expedience, bring the person in and give them their hearing right then and there. If that's the way you have to do it, there's no, if you need this stuff, do it. But have real due process, not rapid due process, real due process, speedy, speedy trial. You should have all of that stuff. And if it's not possible to have all of that stuff, then self-governance is not possible. And then we're dealing with two kinds of people, elite and then uh subjects and that's not that's not what we've signed up for that's not what we are promised and then we need to have that conversation because that's where it's at uh okay thank you very much and um i am going to go to Tariq in lithonia Tariq, you there yes ma'am thank right, you again for what for, for what you do Thank Overall, you. I have a full bank of calls, so I'm going to give you uh, a couple of minutes, but you got to okay. really get to okay, I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. Thanks. First of all, as far as Epstein, not for one minute do I think that the, that the man wasn't murdered. Okay. And to protect people as far as Trump or Clinton, it's anybody who might be a pedophile, whether you are Prince of England. I'm just saying, and I don't know that, but, or just people in powerful positions that would do that, that are amoral. Those are the ones that and they're in powerful places that are collecting themselves. Okay. Now to the rights issue, I'm really disheartened and I'm really disheartened about the way Americans and, and there are several reasons have allowed the government to gradually erode our rights. You know, like it accelerated up after nine 11 and then they put the Patriot in and one of the things that that eventually led to the FISA court, and you see what people in power did in that case. Not for one minute do I think the red flag law is good. And I just, I'm in the NRA member also, and I just hope and pray that our leadership don't, uh, you know, just agree to this. I'm afraid, yeah, that they will capitulate. I want to just, yeah. I'm just I'm just disheartened. And the reason I'm disheartened, because, you know, the, the founding fathers, I believe they came back today. They were roll over in their graves. They I just know. couldn't. They wouldn't be able to believe. I don't care if, you know, originally they they didn't even like the fact of us being overseas in alliances like we've gotten to. And, you know, Khrushchev in the early 50s, when he when he went to the um, New York uh, and pounded his. Uh, Fisk on the desk and said on the podium and said how he planned on the communists destroying America without a shot. You see what's been happening the last 50 years, and it's getting worse and worse. And I just hope and pray that the populace starts pushing back more. And one of the keys to that goes back to what Socrates said. You have to have uh, uh, educated or wise electorate to even vote. And we don't have that. And, and I think that's on purpose. 
And so what do you do in the meantime? You know, we just need to try to push back. We yeah, really I need think, to. I think that's what we are here for. All of all the people on the phone, all the people who are listening, us talking, we are trying to keep each other aware, alert, educated, and that gives me hope. I wanted to point out, you said something about the FISA court, 9-11, all that stuff. That Patriot Act was written, Joe Biden claimed that he wrote it around the time of the Oklahoma City bombing. So it was meant, actually, to uh, address domestic terrorism, which wouldn't have been a FISA court. It would have been something different. And now this article in the newspaper today is about how we need to treat this domestic terrorism like a 9-11 event and and the uh, atrocities or the overreach or the uh, the non-existence that's in the FISA court is going to come to the red flag laws. It was already written when this guy was killed for the red flag law, when the cops tried to physically take the gun out of his hands, that judges aren't going to say no because if they say yes they can't be blamed for something like they're not even being blamed for this. That judge should have said no, probably. But they're saying, oh, well, that proves that the judge was right in saying yes. The fact that this went wrong is proof that we were right. And then if it doesn't go wrong, that's proof that they were right. So you're never you're probably not going to get you're probably going to get just like the FISA by the FISA court. So thanks for bringing that up. I. Uh, I'm going to just rapid fire through the calls uh, starting after the break and through the next half hour. 800 WSB Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. I got a full bank of calls and I'm going to get to every single one of you. If you are on hold, just hang on and we will go through it rapid fire. I'm going to start with Maurice in Stone Mountain. Maurice, you are on with Monica. Hello. Maurice, you're on the air. You got a minute. Go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Sorry. You um, have one minute. Go. Right. Um, the shootings were, you know, there's a lot wrong with them and that they're basically a deep state function, you know. the <clears throat> So, you know, you have people... Uh, on the ground, you can see the clips saying that there's more than one shooter and that they're in black outfits. Um, so there's that. And then they go and change his uh, personal profile um, from Democrat, registered Democrat to re- Republican, and that he's a QAnon conspiracy theorist and other related things. So that's the El Paso. Without evidence, I'm going to have to stop you there. I'm sorry to say, but I don't think there's evidence on a lot of that stuff. It's hard to sift through. And it and if what you're saying kind of makes me think of a Gladio type thing. People don't know what Gladio is. Look up Operational Gladio or listen to episode four of the Propaganda Report, Strategy of Tension. This is Monica Perez. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out everything that's why shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online in person and everywhere else sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling 
It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 